0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Hi, I'm Steve Ingle on this episode of Focus on Flying Solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to talk about a couple of different things, but the first one I'll kick off with is um, what are the endangered species of uh, photography? What are those areas of photography that are becoming endangered, which we're just not seeing anymore? The first one I thought I'd kind of kick off with is is the um, family photo album. Now, the family photo album used to be the record, the record of the family. You'd have all the all the birthdays, all the milestones, weddings, all those types of things. There'd be, and there'd be more than one album. There'd be multiple albums which would have the family history in there. A lot of times, there were pictures from the grandparents and uh, maybe great grandparents and maybe even even back further. So these things were something that were just, uh, I suppose, that every family would have somewhere in there, in the house somewhere. There'd be a drawer somewhere with a number of photo albums or a shelf bookshelf with a number of photo albums the photo albums would come out you know on different occasions during the year when people were looking back um, reminiscing about maybe people who had had passed or or events that they'd been to in the past and those types of things so for a lot of people it brought a lot of joy because you had this um you had this photographic record of things and like I said so people when and, and quite often too when something happened to somebody or someone was having a Sometimes when someone was having a special celebration, like a, a you know, birthday or some type of milestone, someone would be given the task to go through the photo album and, and select some photos of that person from their younger years or some of the things that they may have done um, throughout their life to put together in a presentation that may be used at that celebration. So it became a kind of a... It became the art family archive. It was the archive that, you know, like I said... And someone, like I said, was typically responsible for making sure that those those images were captured. And it could have been a joint thing where, you know, it could have been the um, the father or mother capturing the photos, and then someone making sure that they got developed and the and the prints got put into the album, and the albums were kept in a safe place. And quite often, like when people were, you know, in in times of emergency where they had to evacuate, um, you know, one of the things that people would go for is the Family albums, they'd grab the family albums, you know, take them with them. You know, if the house is burning down or the house is about to be, you know, hit by a flood or something, that people would go and grab these things because they realized, I think, that they were sometimes really difficult to replace. Because quite often people end up with a photograph of a loved one from that's past and it's just a photograph, there's no negative, there's no, you know, and the only, re- I suppose, the only photographic record of that image being taken is that one. Could be a quite a dog eat or damaged piece of um photograph that you've got of that particular person, so it becomes quite a quite a, an, a a treasured thing. I think it's something that people really you know treasure to have those things but so this has been like I said for many many years, this has been a family tradition what people have done but like a lot of things in life with technology, people are changing about the way they've take photos, and the way photos have been taken has changed dramatically since the introduction of digital and then even more so since the introduction of camera phones that it really has escalated the way that um, photography happens within a family structure. I think some of the other things which has contributed to the downfall or to the demise or the endangerment of the family photo album is that's the kind of collapse and disappearance of the compact camera. So typically the compact camera was the, the mainstay of, a you know, photographic tool that a family could use to document the birthdays you know people would have an instamatic camera that they could load a roll of 35 mil film in and they'd typically you know that that roll of film might be in that camera for quite a length of time because you know they might capture a few birthdays and then they might go on holiday and they might get a few holiday pictures in there and then eventually they fill the roll of film and they get it processed and in a part of the processing obviously there was prints so people had the images processed and they had the prints and then the prints would then find their way into the family photo albums where they were put there for safekeeping. And some people were diligent too that they put the um some albums have a negative sleeve in the back of it where the negatives can also live in the same um album. And some people were might have even taken it a step further where they separated the the negatives from the prints so they were stored in different locations for safekeeping to give a bit of bit of redundancy over if something happened to the photo album and at least if you had the negatives, you could go and get more prints done to replenish those lost prints if that happened. So I think that it's kind of, like I said, there's a lot of things that have been endangered since, you know, digital photography and and I suppose, like I said, I think a lot of families used to have the compact camera and that used to be like where the photos would come from and because a part of the package, like when you went and got your roll of film processed, it was automatically came with prints so people had the prints they didn't have to think about oh I've got my roll of film processed now I've got my negatives now I need to go off somewhere and get my negatives turned into prints it came as a package deal which made it really simple for people and I think this is where one of the major pieces has fallen down now because what happens now is the the compact camera has been replaced by the camera phone so very few families actually have a like a family camera that they use to capture things it's all captured on the phone and as a result of capturing on the phone is that um, most people don't ever print those photos they've got them on their phone and you know people can scroll back you know years and years and they they get a new phone and they transfer all the images across or they have a cloud storage you know um, system where they basically have the the back the images up on their phone to a cloud Um, and people are kind of happy to think that's their photo album but it might not always be accessible like a the Family Photo Album where you can go and grab it. The other thing to think about the Family Photo Album is it's... Um, I suppose it's the ultimate uh, analogue display unit because you need nothing but light to see it. I mean, obviously, if you're in complete darkness, you wouldn't be able to see it. But in a lit room, you open a photo album and immediately you can start to enjoy and you can start to explore those photographs. Now, these days, obviously, if they're on your phone... And you want to share them? Obviously, you can pass your phone around, or you can you know email them to somebody so they can have it on their device. And and like I said, there are people who definitely do print photos. But are they printing those photos? Are those photos getting printed, and a couple are scattered on the fridge, or or, or going up a couple on the mantelpiece somewhere? Is are people like printing all the photos from a you know a week of their life away, and putting it into an album? I think you know, there's so few people doing that these days and I think the the danger is, like I said, the family photo album is just going to eventually disappear and for future generations, they're not going to have this kind of um, analog archival record you know, and look, some people will definitely go the extra mile with their digital images and they'll put it onto some other type of storage, so they'll put them onto some you know, hard drives or they'll put them onto some other type of you know, medium that they can store them on but... Who's to say in you know fifty years time? You know, will people be able to? Will people be able to read those images? Will they be able to? You know, it's like if I gave you a a three you know three and a half inch floppy disk full of photos. If I handed you that and said, "Oh look, I got these great photos from your family. Here's a three and a half inch floppy disk, and I give it to you." Most people are going to look at you and go, "What do you want me to do with that?" Because obviously, to Get those images off that floppy disk. You need a computer that has a three and a half inch floppy drive. I mean, these days it's you're flat out buying a computer that even has a CD drive, let alone finding a computer that can actually read floppy disks. So again, what I'm probably alluding to is that in the future, you know, handing someone a photo album, instantly they can they can start to they can start to process it and they can start to see those images hand someone a, a disc or a um, hard drive or something else. And like I said, in years to come, the means to read these may be hard to, to, um, to get. I mean, a lot of people like, might have had their weddings shot, you know, this talking back in the, in the 80s and 90s, they might have had their vid- you know, videotape of their weddings and they were handed at the end of the proceedings, you know, they were given a, a VHS tape. How many people have the capability if I was to hand you a VHS tape today and go, hey, get a look at this tonight, take it home and have a, have a look at this? Yeah, there's a few people who who have access to a, a player still, but it, it, it used to be something that you know, would be in most households. You could probably go into most households and there'd be a video player and people could you know put that tape in and they could watch it and watch it back. Now, I think this is the thing that's changing. The technology is moving quicker than... Our willingness, I suppose, to look at other ways of, of preserving stuff, and I think that's the thing where we kind of could get caught out. Where basically, you know, we blink, and all of a sudden, this big chunk of social history is missing um, from families because they just don't have a record of it anymore. They just don't have a uh, an archive because basically, it's been, you know, stored on a phone, been stored up on Facebook, it's been stored on Instagram. Person gets their account hacked, their Instagram account's closed, or their their um, Facebook clo- you know, account is closed and locked out. And I, look, I know people personally have had this happen, where someone's hacked their account, and then they've been, you know, they've been basically uh, spamming people, and then Facebook have shut the account down, so people have had to go and actually create a new account, and they've lost all that all that archival uh, images that they've ever posted up there, and now missing and gone, and um, potentially never to be found again. So this is the challenge, I think, you know, we all got to think about, I suppose, the future of things and technology is great as we move forward and we get new ways to do things. And I mean, look, I love digital photography. I think from a photographer's point of view, we're living in an absolutely fantastic time to be a photographer because you've got so many tools, you've got so much, so much tech and so many good you know, cameras and lens systems available that we can capture images that we've could only dream about capturing, you know, getting a nice sharp image in low light where we'd get something, we'd get a grainy, you know, very muddy looking image um, previously because that's all the technology would allow us to do. So I think, like I said, it's it's always good, I think, to sit back and think about your own situation and, and what, you know, what you could do, you know, will it be, you know, will people rush out now and start printing off photos and start build, putting albums? I, I don't think so because it is... Um, we live in a very different world. Like, it's everything's kind of been automated. You know, the fact that you can take a photo on your phone and you want to put it to, you know, you want to upload it to Instagram or you want to upload it to Facebook, all that process is done for you. You don't have to be, you don't have to invest much time. Like, not like investing in in the old days of actually purchasing a roll of film, putting the film in the camera, making sure it wound on okay, and then remembering to take the camera to the place where you were going, the birthday party or whatever it is, or the holiday, making sure you packed the camera, and then to take the photos and then to um, kind of keep the camera safe while that was happening and then eventually get the film processed and then eventually end up with your images. That would, you know, the prints would end up going into the photo album. And I think this is the thing, like I said, it's changed and people now, like I said, are, yeah you know, would people go back to you know, there's very few cars now that are actually manual. It's very difficult to go out and buy a manual um, car with a clutch because cars are pretty much all sold as automatics these days. So if manufacturers all turned around overnight and said, oh, look, we're not going to produce any more automatic cars. We're just going to make manual cars. Who wants to buy a manual car? And people are just going to go, what are you talking about? Why are we going to go back to that? It's like going back to saying, you know, automatic washing machines. You know, these days you open the washing machine, you put in the... Um required amount of detergent, you put your clothes in, you pick a cycle, and you just push the button, and the machine does the rest. The machine then you know washes the clothes, it rinses the clothes, it spins the clothes so your your investment in doing the washing these days is simply placing the clothes in the machine and starting the machine and then taking them taking them out of the machine and actually drying them and you can even get machines that at the end of the wash cycle double as a dryer so they can actually tumble dry the clothes so again people are being conditioned to probably do less um, and I think that's what photographers and where they're going and and like I said about having photographers being aspects of photography being endangered that some areas of photography that I grew up with um, won't continue to survive and I mean the same could be said about you know film technology and you know it's it's definitely very much diminished, but there is a very passionate group of people who keep film alive. So film still continues to exist out there in the photography community. Um, again, what, what its future is going to be like, whether there's going to be, whether they, that diehard um, film shooters um, and lovers are going to kind of continue their crusade to keep film alive, or at some point in the future you know, the decision might be made where and there's already been a couple of the manufacturers of film already pulled the plug, um, because it's just no longer economically viable for them to produce film because the price they'd have to charge for it, no one will, would want to pay for it. And I think that's what we're gonna see in life. We're gonna see these things continue to drop out of out of our world, whether it be your world of photography or whether it just be your world in general, we're gonna see things constantly evolving and constantly changing. And that was, like I said, the the, the compact camera was um, an endangered species as soon as the camera phone came along because the camera, and ne- these days with the marketing of the camera phones is, you know, they're not saying how great the phones are. Like they say, oh, this makes the best phone calls you'll ever ever listen to. The, the clarity is fantastic. Nearly all the ads selling phones these days will talk about how good the camera is, what the camera can do, how I many megapixels. It shoots raw. So it's a low light. You know, shoots in low light, does all these things. So they're being marketed as the camera for the masses, and I think that's what it is. It, you know, camera phones are the camera for the masses. It's the camera that just yeah you know, anyone can operate, anyone can own, and it's like I said, it's used as the mechanism to capture those things like those those milestones in life, things like the birthdays and the engagements and the weddings and those type of things when people are there as guests and they're capturing that on their phone. So in this episode, we've been talking about endangered species within the photography um, spectrum. And like I said, the first one I've really been talking about is is photo albums. And I think, you know, think about your own, um, how many how many you know, images have you got printed from your family from the last 10 years? Like how much of that is in print sitting in an album if someone, you know, come over for a coffee and you said, hey, show us what, you know, show us what your kids are up to or, or where do they go to school, where they grew up, you know, those type of things, quite often a lot of people wouldn't be able to, like, oh, hang on, I'll just fire the computer up or, oh, I should have them on my phone here somewhere and then, you know, scrolling through thousands and thousands of pictures on their phone trying to find those pictures. And that's that's the other thing about photo albums. F- photo albums is a fantastic indexing system because, you know, on the front of the photo album, people sometimes write, you know, this will be Johnny's birthday, you know, you know Mary's wedding, um, my trip to USA, whatever it is. Your, um, or your pets or whatever it is, people will t- typically have labelled outside of the album. So if you've got them on a bookshelf, you can quickly go to and find, oh, where, where's that Mary's wedding? Oh, here it is. And you can pull the album out and there you go, There, in a collection of, of images from Mary's wedding. And I think, like I said, that's a really simple, it's a really simple indexing system. These days, like I said, on computers, you put them in there and, you, you know, unless you're really diligent um, kind of creating folders that are unique and you know that's neat that is a way to do it where you can just go and create a bunch of folders on a hard drive and call the folders mary's wedding you know johnny's birthday yada 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 and drop the images into those folders so you can easily retrieve them and find them so it does become a bit of a challenge sometimes even when people do have the digital image saved somewhere it's just being able to retrieve it quickly to be able to show someone sometimes it's going to be a bit of a a bit more involved so I think it's always good for us to think about, you know, where we're going, where photography's going, what, you know, what can we, I suppose, what can we, you know, what do we want? To, what do we want? Do we want to, you know, a lot of people might say to me, hey, I don't care. You know, if, we don't have, if I don't have pictures of my last 30 years with my family, it's not a biggie, I'm not too worried about it. And I think sometimes I think to think about photographs are actually for, other people like photographs of you and your family sometimes are for um not always for you they're for people to look back on and i think it's always interesting i know when i go back for old photos of the family and i see you know some of the things that your parents got up to and some of those things it's really interesting a bit of history to be able to kind of see that and relive it through it for an image and like i said the 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 emphasis mightn't be there anymore for people wanting to do that here's like i understand that you know Everyone's, I mean, attitudes to everything has changed. Attitudes to lots of different things in the world has changed. And I think, you know, that's that's a good thing. And, you know, there was definitely some things that were needed, needed a kind of a correction where people needed to be, think about things a bit differently and not be so black and white on stuff. And, but I think in terms of preserving that family history, that's kind of really important that we do whatever we can to keep a, Kind of an archive, or keep a keep a record of it, just for future generations, and in a way, like I said, which is accessible to them. So think about that. I mean, like I said, there's plenty of storage and clouds and that type of stuff. And cloud storage, typically, you know, some of it's free, but then you've got an ongoing cost if because typically the free amount's not enough. Most people have more than more than they can fit on the free sites, and I've you know I've heard about some of the cloud sharing platforms that have gone, the privately run ones that have gone got themselves into financial difficulty and and couldn't afford to pay the service base. So, you know, the images, people lost access to their images, which is which would be devastating to think that you went to that trouble and then to have it. So think about how can you control it? You know, like I said, photo albums, you've got total control because photo albums you can, you know, people go, oh, look, I could have a fire or I could have a flood. But the beauty about photo albums too is you could replicate them and make multiple copies of them and have them stored in different Different locations, you know, have them with different different members of the family living in different parts of the of the city or whatever. So if something happened to one, hopefully then the other one's still okay, and you could always go back and or copy some of that information out of that. So in this episode, I've been thinking about you know what's been what's endangered, and you know this there's lots of other I think areas of photography that you know are potentially endangered. You know the whole analog spectrum at some point I think it's going to struggle to to survive at some point i think it's going to be difficult um, unless there's a kind of a, a kind of big rethink or a big emergence of analog photographers who suddenly take up um, analog photography in a big way and make it actually worthwhile for companies to keep producing film and make it worthwhile for labs to keep their doors open to be able to process uh, negatives and um prints if people want prints you know these days too when people does do shoot film i mean the uh, the negatives usually get scanned to a digital file. So it's kind of like we take it from an analogue, convert it to a digital medium. So it's be nice, like I said, to, to think about that process, how we could keep it more, I suppose, keep it truer to how it was rather than looking at, you know, changing it out to a, you know, shooting an analogue and ending up making something in digital. Then you're now looking on your computer. So we're back to square one. We didn't achieve anything where you really want to be i said shoot something on film and have it printed and then have those prints and negatives available for archiving purposes so i'm sure you you know maybe this will get you thinking about what other areas of photography are endangered and i think there's you know you know i suppose the next the next camera type of camera that's on the endangered species list is going to be the dslr you know we're seeing the flood of mirrorless cameras coming into the market and a lot of adopters of the mirrorless technology and for good reason because the mirrorless technology offers so many advantages over digital. So, I mean, what we've got to remember was the evolution was from, you know, 35mm single reflex cameras to, you know, DSLRs, the digital um, single end reflex camera, is that, you know, the improvements that it gave us like, um, you know, from going from, capabilities what the camera could do and like i said now we're seeing so i think the next kind of thing that we'll start to see is we'll start to see diminishing numbers of dslr products on the market being offered so the number of manufacturers who offer dslr products i think you'll see that that range will shrink we'll see the range of mirrorless products increase and again this is i suppose natural evolution of technology this is what happens with technology we we see improvements and that type of thing so the older tech becomes less um popular and it gets to a point where it starts to completely lose i suppose lose its value um as well and and i know people are torn where you know do they they're sitting on some very high end dslr cameras and do they think oh should i sell them now because maybe if i hang on for another year or two then the market like i won't be able to get much money and a lot of people how a lot of people have funded their upgrades in the past is they've kept their gear in good condition Um, you know they've kept all the original packaging and then what they do is when they're ready to move to a new body or a new lens they typically sell the old one to help um, get some of the funds back to help fund the new purchase I think that's going to be more of a challenge now because when you were selling in the same market when DSLRs were the king you could you know kept your camera in good condition had all the original receipts and had all the original packaging and all those type of things you could you know achieve a a reasonable price for it i think it's going to get harder and harder now because you know the new technology is moving through very quickly so yeah look maybe this will get you thinking about all those different things and and look there's lots of other things in photography too i think they're in the endangered species list you know this is probably a couple of them but i I think it's always good to think about stuff like this and, and go back and there's a certain amount i suppose for a lot of people growing up like someone you know my age bracket there's a lot of nostalgia around photos and photo albums, slide nights, you know, they were very much part of the social fabric of, you know, we'd have a, a situation where you'd go on holidays for a couple of weeks and, you know, we um, we were one of those families that had a caravan, so quite often there was a lot of caravan adventures around Australia, so we'd you know, drive, you know, around Australia and we'd end up all these different wonderful spots, you know, based in Queensland, you know, you'd end up down at Wilson's Promontory, you know, the most suddenly point of Australia and... You know, see these amazing scenes that we didn't see at home, and we got to see a, because we were doing a road trip. And then on returning to, from those road trips, um, you know, there would be a slide night with the neighbors, so the neighbors would come over, and there'd be, there'd be, um, you know, there would be um, some cakes and, and bits I think It might be in a barbecue, even sometimes it'd be a barbecue. And a, and the, the 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 reason that people were coming there was a social get together, but the reason was to to look at the, look at the holiday, look at these amazing. Blazing places we traveled to look at what we saw these you know oh, look at this you know I've never seen this before that type of stuff and it became a like I said I know in our you know local suburban street it was a number of people that would come to those slide nights and it was kind of a regular thing that happened and I think too back then people did have a there was a bit of a fascination I think too of slide nights from the point of view that it was slightly a bit more high tech than just a photograph because not everyone had a camera that would you know, well, could it shoot and expose um, transparency as a slide? So, you know, if you were um, a photographer who shot a lot of that type of stuff and you knew how to to use that um, medium, you can bring out some fabulous... I mean, you could make things look really, really, really good. Uh, And I think that's what, you know, attracted people. And plus, seeing it on a big screen, like projecting it up onto a, you know, a 4 by 6 screen in the lounge room... um, Definitely makes a lot more impact than looking at a four by six inch photo in a photo album. Anyway, so I hope this has got you thinking about maybe things about photography, but definitely things about your family. You know, your family archive stuff. You know, maybe you think about how you archive it and how you how you protect some stuff for the future to give um, future family members. And a lot of people, as they get later in life, you know, they start to look at things like family trees and they start doing research and want to learn about more where they come from. I think, you know, for people having access to photographs in the future still, to be able to, to go back and have a look, to to fill in some of the pieces, quite often, yeah, you can have the names of all these people um, in a family tree, but it kind of means more when you can put a, a face to the name as well. So I think that's the power of photography. Until next time, that's been Steve for Funimation Mission Focus, discussing photography. Hope you enjoy your photography. Stay safe and have fun. Talk to you real soon. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.